Christian Parenting. Welcome to Pardon the Mess. I'm your host, Courtney DeFeo. As parents, we know raising kids is the opposite of neat and tidy. Each day brings wins, losses, and valuable lessons. I pray that every time you're here, we will grow and learn, maybe even laugh and cry together in the midst of our beautiful mess. having a great summer and maybe you've gotten a little ice cream, a little popsicle, a little time in the sun, or maybe you've done none of that. I'm not sure, but for some reason, I feel like we need to talk about music before we introduce our guest. I was thinking the other day about just the power of music and doesn't always have to be praise and worship. Uh, My girls are into the 60s lately and their father, Ron DeFeo, is in a band and so he gets them into some rock and roll, but it can change the mood of your house, your car, your cleanup environment, maybe after dinner so quickly. So don't forget you have that at your fingertips, whether you use Spotify or Apple Music or your computer, just pull up some tunes and it really does change the dynamic of the entire house. And I like to do that when I'm in a real crappy mood. And I'm sure some of you can relate. You just get down in the dumps or you get stressed and you need something to snap you out of it. I talk about in my first book, how we're the chief mood officer. And that is so true. Oftentimes the mom's mood can kind of take everyone down or take everyone back up. So just think that, think about that today is just a little tip and where you could bring music into a stressful situation. Okay. Now on to our guest. And I do want to get a little serious for a moment as we talk about this episode. Jeannie Cunyon, not Cunyon. People mis- mispronounce her name all the time, but it's Jeannie Cunyon. We've been friends and we were sorority sisters back in the Auburn day. So friends for I don't know, it feels like a million years, but we did especially reconnect when we were both launching our first book. We had the same agent and it was really sweet how the Lord brought us back together. But her heart for the Lord is massive. You're going to hear it in this episode, but I do want to tell all of you listening, if you have a friend listening, there is no like level of Christianity that you need to have to be listening to this podcast. Maybe you even haven't decided to be a Christian or to put your faith in Jesus. And we want you here. Everyone is on a different journey. Maybe you heard about Jesus last weekend. Maybe you've been a Christian your whole life. Maybe you're in a real lukewarm phase or you are on fire for God. All of those things are important and it does not matter. We want you here in these conversations. And I will tell you, today is an especially important one because it talks about the Holy Spirit. And depending on how you were raised, it could feel super strange. It could feel for the super religious or the super spiritual. And Jeannie and I talk about that today. But she has written a Bible study and several books on this topic. And you're not going to want to miss this because it is crucial to our walk with Christ and it is crucial in our role as parents. And I think, I know for me, I forget about it. I try to do every day and manage every single task and every single year on my own strength. And that's not how God designed us. So she's going to remind us of that power, remind us of how we can practically bring the Holy Spirit into what we're doing with our kids and what he's frankly doing in the lives of our kids. And we just need to kind of loosen our grip and let him drive. So enjoy my friend. I think you'll love this episode. And why don't you do this? Why don't you send it to a friend that is really feeling overwhelmed with parenting? And maybe this will just lighten her load. And maybe I'll just put on some music together and do a little dance party in between. All right. Enjoy Jeannie.
Welcome to Pardon the Mess. How are you? Thank you. I am so excited that you are leading people through this podcast. Mm, You're so gifted at this, and I just know that there's so much goodness coming everybody's way um, with you leading this podcast. So I'm, I'm just, I love joining you. You're so kind. I've told all my friends, don't stand too close to me or you'll be on an interview in a hot second. <laughs> so you're sweet to say yes during a really busy time in your life. So catch people up on the fraternity that is the Cunyon House and how it's going over there, how many kids, where you live, all that good stuff. Yeah. Y'all, Courtney calls, um, Courtney calls me a frat mom. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. Um, because I have five boys. So for those of you who, um, don't know me. My name is Jeannie Cunyon, and I am married to Mike. Uh, we celebrate 20 years in August, and we have five boys, uh, which I love. Um, I love it so much. I love being a mom to five boys. They're so fascinating. Um, and they range from first grade to college. I love it. But before we get into serious stuff, will you tell me some funny frat stories? Like anything, give us a glimpse. I've got girls. We talk a lot. We're not nearly as loud or crude as your family. So tell us something amusing that's going on over there in the last couple of weeks. Any any good material for us today? I mean, I think I sent you a screenshot. I love to send Courtney screenshots or videos or just things that happen in my house. Like she always says, what's it like to live there? So sometimes I'll just record something and send it to her. Like the other day when there was like a full blown, you think that just boys when they're little wrestle, right? But no, there was like a full blown chasing each other through the house, like wrestling match on the ground between boys of all ages. And then like our seven-year-old Finn got in the middle and like started, you know, like bit somebody's bottom. Like it's just... (laughs) I sent you that video, right? Yes, like, yes. They're so, and then all of a sudden they're in the backyard and they're playing baseball and lacrosse and soccer all at the same time. But then like I get a text and I hope this is okay to say, but I get a text and I like had called upstairs to one of my boys and I was like, Hey buddy, like we really got to go. And then I get a text on my phone and it says, I'll be right down. I'm pooping. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? well, it's cool. You really are made for it. Like I, it's like looking into a zoo of another species. I'm like, I don't know that I would make it. And the funny part about you is you're like a Polly Pocket. I call you that. Like you're the most miniature human and you birthed, actually birthed four of those people, which is shocking. I need you to go to her Instagram and and look at the setup. It's like, it's, it's hilarious. I just love it. I just love it. I'm so grateful that God gave me all these boys. And then I've got a beautiful goddaughter and I've got your girls that I can love and cheer on from afar. Um, And I love the girls that God's put in my life, but I do feel Mm -hmm. like I was made to be a boy mom and man, they just, um, when they're tender with their mama, like there's just no feeling in the whole world. You know, I posted on Instagram not long ago. I was just at my son's senior breakfast and talking to another mom. And um, like all of a sudden I could feel like arms around me from behind. Mm. And my sophomore and my senior were walking together and they saw me and they just came up from behind me and like embraced me from behind at this breakfast. And thankfully my girlfriend said, don't move. Nobody move. And she like pulled out her camera and they're like, uh, cause you know, that's the difference for me. Like we don't have a, you know, we're not taking cute selfies and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but she captured that moment. And I loved it because it just spoke to like, um, 
the tenderness that boys can have with their moms as they mm. get older and, and choose to embrace you and just be so, so tender toward you. And I don't know, it's just one of my favorite things in the whole world to just get loved on by my boys. I love that picture so much. And it's on your Instagram, right? If people go mm-hmm. hunting for it, it is. look at it for inspiration. Like there will be a moment that they will hug you and we'll get it on camera. So that mm-hmm. was a really good friend of yours that did that. I'm super proud of her. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into some of your work this morning. I was having to go, I've read them all, but I was going through like, wait, there's so many good ones you've done. Mom set free, never alone. But in between that you had don't miss out. So Talk us through the journey because it's really what I want to focus on today that we try so hard to parent alone and it's not all on us. And you've said that from the very beginning in one of your first books, you said that God is sovereign um, and we are significant. So there's a difference. And I think often I'm putting all the pressure on myself, which, which is exhausting. And so why don't you take us through kind of all of it <laughs> in three minutes, but like, what was God doing in your heart as a parent that led you to not be the expert on this, but led you to really experience uh, parenting in a whole new way through what um, we will talk about today, the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Well, I would start by saying it doesn't come naturally to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I am prone to try to do it um, on my own and in my own strength. There's a song out by Christy Knuckles right now. And there's a line in it that just has so captured me. It's the way she says it. She says, um, I'm living in a strength that's not my own. Mm. And it's just a different way to say the same thing we always say, but it's that it's the phrasing of it. It's a strength that's not my own. And, and so we are strengthened by the Holy Spirit. It's a strength that is not our own. And it's a radically different strength than the one we try to bring to the table. But to take you back a little bit, you know, writing these books was not part of my plan. I was an adoption social worker. Um, I thought I would be an adoption counselor and an adoption advocate my whole life. And it was just about 10 years ago, which is crazy to me, that I felt the Lord stirring me to push pause on my adoption work and to start writing about what he was teaching me about his grace for me as a mom who was really struggling. Mm. Uh, I joke that it's not that the wheels were coming off. They did come off. <laughs> and my boys were five, three, and one. And I was still living under this misconception that if I put all of the right stuff in, all of the right stuff would come out. Mm. Gosh, if so good. I put the Bible verses and the fruit of the spirit on the fridge and walked them through it every day, that I would be able to therefore produce that fruit in their life by having them memorize those verses and read those, you know, virtues. And if I just did all the right things and checked all the right boxes, that I would be able to produce in my kids that which only the Holy Spirit can produce. Mm As parents, we are all juggling busy households. Sometimes life gets a little messy, and that's why I love Home Threads, the perfect blend of comfort and style for your lively household. Home Threads has everything you need to make your house a little more peaceful in our chaotic world. At HomeThreads.com, find furniture that's resilient as your family. From pieces that stand the test of time to kid-friendly organizing and storage solutions, we've got the essentials to turn your mess into a masterpiece, all at the best value. I have received some pots and pans, some pillows, and a beautiful lamp. And I can say I truly love the value and they just look great in my home and I enjoy them so much. So thank you, Home Threads. Head on over to homethreads.com forward slash mess and get a code for 15% off your first order today. 
because life's messy, but your home doesn't have to be. Home Threads, where style meets the everyday mess. Home Threads, love where you live. We all know the quality of air in our home is important. Indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air. But with Puro Air, you can remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room in just 30 minutes. This device uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. You wouldn't drink unfiltered tap water, so why would you breathe unfiltered air? Check it out at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R. O-A-I-R.com. One more time, get puroair.com. And that is a very joy-stealing way to lead our kids. And Jesus was so kind to rescue me Mm. from that kind of parenting. And he knows me because he made me. And he knows that the only way that I would really understand and radically change the way I approach parenting was if it became the thing that I studied and wrote about and became totally engrossed in. And so he compelled me to write, to study scripture and to begin to tell stories of what he was teaching me about his transforming power that I do not possess, that um, he wanted to see me walk in freedom and to trust him with the kids he entrusted to me. And so that really began the journey of my book writing. And um, as he always does, he is completely faithful to open the doors and to equip us for the things to which he calls us. And Mm -hmm. so that felt really scary and I had no idea what I was doing, but I just wanted to be faithful. I wanted to be found faithful. And that is my whole goal in life is to just be found faithful to Jesus. Mm. And he can take that offering and do with it as he will. And I think that's really applies to parenting too, right? I just want to be found faithful, faithful to be pointing my kids to Jesus. I don't control how they respond. Um, I can take them to church. I can't make them absorb the message right? Mm. I can read scripture with them. I can't make them believe it. I can model for them uh, what it looks like to really truly believe that Jesus is better, that life following Jesus and living on mission is better than anything else they'll ever do. But I can't make them um, emulate that, right? So- Well, let's talk about that. Let me, sorry, remember where you are. I want to back up for just a second. So go back to those things, because we might have some moms with little kids and they are also desperately trying, but those things aren't bad. So where does right. it, cause we want them to understand the fruit of the spirit. We want to pour scripture in their hearts. So where do you think the wheels do fall off for uh, those of us that would say we're Christians and we're trying so hard to input the right people and places and, you know, <laughs> truth in their hearts. So talk about that balance and where you feel like we should walk that line between obsessing over the doing And then when, because you don't want either extreme, you don't want completely put your hands up and say, I'm praying for my kids and then they'll just be kids and see how it sorts out. But you don't want to obsess the other way either, right? Yeah. I'm really glad you said that because sometimes when I say things, you know, like teasing myself for my list of fruit of the spirit on the fridge does not mean I wish I hadn't have done that or we shouldn't do that. We absolutely must. We are a hundred percent called to disciple our kids, to teach them the instruction of the Lord to not only teach them, but to model it. So 
this is what I've learned recently, that there's a difference in lazy parenting and letting go parenting. Mm. This has been big for me. Lazy parenting is just saying, oh, it's up to the Lord. It's up to the Holy Spirit. You know, this is, it's too much. I give up. None of this is working versus Lord, I will obey your command to instruct my children in the way of the Lord, but I will let go of the results mm. because those are, so good. those are not mine to control. Now, that doesn't mean that there won't be discipline when there are poor choices that are made. That doesn't mean we don't put up guardrails. Oh, we put up guardrails. And the older our kids get, the more clear those guardrails are. And the message is important. Um, it's really important as our kids get older too, but I really think it's relevant to people with young kids because I don't think it's ever too early to start using language that though they might not understand it, they can become familiar with it. And, um, and it, it, it's really replicating what God does with us. My, I, I require obedience from you because I am for you. Mm, so good. I require obedience from you because I am for you and because I know that these things are going to help you live in the fullness of freedom that God has for you. I know that these things are going to prevent you from running real fast down the wrong path and making a lot of choices that you will one day wish you had not. Um, that doesn't mean our kids won't rebel and go off the path and make poor choices and and there are consequences to those things. But I think it's um, it's important that we recognize that we only have control over so much. So do the things you know you can do, and then we have to trust the Lord with the outcome. So I think back, Courtney, to seasons when we've had one son who was really struggling with um, emotions. We had one son who was struggling with choices. Um, I want to honor my kids in the way I tell their stories. The older they get, the more we have to be thoughtful with these things. Um, and so we do everything we can to equip them, empower them. We used to say to our son, I'm going to fight for you. I'm not going to fight against you, but I'm going to fight for you. When I see you running down the path, I am going to fight for you. When I see you struggling, I'm going to fight for you because I want God's best for you. But at some point we have to know, and sometimes it's through counseling, we have to know when to let go and release the outcome of those things. So a difference, lazy parenting, letting go parenting, those are different things. I love that. And I think as I'm listening to you, I, it might be more about me sometimes. I'm so, I get freakishly like upset and anxious when I think that I'm looking like the bad parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the other day, Ella asked for food and she had already had food earlier. And I like jumped on her, like, I already gave you a BLT. And she looked at me. It made her feel like I was saying, you shouldn't eat again. But it was really like, I thought she was saying, you don't provide, you don't have food for me to eat. And some weird <laughs> thing rises up in me that is like, I want to be able to say, I did it right, which is, it was, it's like ego. It's like me letting go and saying, like, Lord, I've done the best I can. And I might have not done it all right. And I can't be responsible for all the good in their heart, uh, the good in their life. And I can't certainly be responsible for all the bad. And I think that has been something I've struggled with for a long time. And man, I'm just so glad you're my friend because these are the things we talk about and pray about together. And it's so safe for me to say a lot of these things with more detail to you on a daily or hourly basis sometimes. Imagine a home where reading, creating, and learning happen naturally. 
The all-new resource from Classical Conversations, Scribblers at Home, Recipes from Lifelong Learners, is designed to help parents of children ages 4 to 8 cultivate these habits into simple daily rhythms inside the home. Through step-by-step activities, Scribblers at Home will be your guide to teach your child the basic skills of learning while having fun along the way. To learn more, go to scribblersathome.com slash mess. Let's talk about our upbringing, which is interesting that God used both of us because it wasn't always that we were walking with Jesus and talking with him. We both definitely went off the rails at some point, but we did have this, what you're talking about. We did have parents that poured into us spiritually. So talk about your upbringing for a little bit. I want to know your journey to really talk about the Holy Spirit and why are we all so freaked out about it? Why was this, for many of us, this was not brought up in church. It was like a very important part of walking with Jesus and it was not mentioned. So I know that's 55 questions in one, but tell us about (laughs) was the Holy Spirit a part of the conversations and your upbringing or your denomination and how did God bring you to a point where you felt like it was really important for us as parents to know that that is something, a power and a strength we can walk in. Yeah. So um, for those of you who aren't familiar with me, Courtney's referring to two recent books that I wrote, um, Don't Miss Out, which is for all men and all women, uh, 30 Benefits of Having the Holy Spirit in our lives. And then there's a Bible study for parents called Never Alone. And it talks about how to parent and the power of the Holy Spirit. And these were books and Bible studies that I did not anticipate writing um, and uh, really changed my life because as Courtney said, um, you know, our, our upbringing plays so much into this. And I was raised as a preacher's kid um, in a Presbyterian evangelical church, actually charismatic church. And so the Holy Spirit was not foreign to me, but what I did is I put the Holy Spirit in a kind of a spiritual gifts box. He's for spiritual gifts. He's for fruit of the spirit. And then outside of that is Francis Chan would say, I have Jesus. Why do I need the Holy Spirit? Mm. And so it was several years ago that the Lord began to stir in me a curiosity about his spirit. And honestly, that's the only explanation I can give for where the curiosity came from, because I was praying a very simple prayer. Lord, I want all of you. Like I, I am so sold out for you. And that's not because I'm a super spiritual, super awesome Jesus follower. It's because I know how deeply I need the grace of God. I know who I am without him. I know what he has rescued me from, and that is myself. And so I just, I'm like, Lord, I just want all of you. I want to um, just know you as deeply as I can know you. I want to follow you as well as I can follow you. And so the answer to that prayer was a really an insatiable curiosity about the Holy Spirit. I would read scripture and suddenly see the Holy Spirit in passages where I had just skimmed over his name. Um, I would notice um, the Holy Spirit's name in worship songs that I would sing. And I just wanted to know who he was, um, in a new way. And so I began to study scripture and I I mean, my mind was just blown by how much I had missed, um, throughout my life in, in terms of the, the essential, the vital role, the unique role that the Holy Spirit plays in our life, because we worship a triune God, father, you know, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit, right? three persons, one God, um, one essence, but they each have a very distinct purpose 
in our lives. They play a distinct role in our lives. And so oftentimes, if we don't understand the role of the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, the primary thing we lack is intimacy with God. Mm. So good. We need intimacy with God, y'all. We need to have that knowledge move from our head to affection Mm. in our hearts. We need to know his tender presence. We need to know his voice. We need to know his affection for us. And that changes how we parent. And so I became so curious about the Holy Spirit and I began to study and I will confess that I, 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 I know when the Lord is stirring me to that, I want you to write about this. And I was like, oh, now, now, now you got to step back. <laughs> Girl, not going to be writing about that. I uh, like having- because of where you live, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. They're like, oh, she's even weirder than we thought. Yeah. She just got weirder. Um, <laughs> she, but y'all, I, mean, I was like, Lord, I like having friends. I don't want to be the person people avoid at school pickup because I just wrote a book on the Holy Spirit. Um, but y'all, the more I got to know and the more I was just like, everybody needs to know you, Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of God. He is the spirit of Jesus. And there is nothing abnormal about him. We make him abnormal, but he is, he is normal. He is supernatural, but he is a game changer in our lives and in our walk with Jesus and in our parenting, because as we begin to know his presence and his power, then we really begin to believe that we are not parenting alone. We are not parenting our own strength. We have the wisdom of God. We have the comfort of God. We have the voice of God that will guide us and lead us as we lead our children. I'll be honest, sometimes I feel guilty that some of the items in my closet have only been worn like once. But I also sometimes feel like I open my closet and have nothing to wear. Armoire can help with all of that because Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. You can rent high quality designer clothing for every occasion and then send it back. Whether you're planning for your outfit for a date night or packing for a conference or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items for your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in little as two days and then you're ready for new clothes. Just swap them out for new to use styles. I cannot wait to try my first box. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash mess. That is armoire.style slash mess, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash mess to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're just scratching the surface of so much that's in your books and your study. And I will say, we're such good friends. If you had written a book about lamps and decor, I would have been like, I'm endorsing it. I love it. She's the best (laughs) thing ever. But I will say, I went through Never Alone this spring with you as you were leading your online community. And I was brought to tears so many times because I thought, 
this is amazing. How did I not understand this? And you are a gifted Bible teacher. I mean, Lifeway put this thing out. So it's like, that's like getting into the CIA. So you know what I mean? <laughs> you can trust it because Lifeway stamped it. But Jeannie is so good and it helps people like me. I would say I'm more street smart than book smart. And I understood it. There's so many things I underlined to go back. And I really wasn't mad at my upbringing. I was more like, how have I missed this? Like, how have I missed the understanding of it, the power of it? And I would say I hear from God a lot. That is the Holy Spirit. I also have friends and I've had seasons in my life where I thought, is everybody more spiritual than me? Why do they seem to be walking in step with Jesus? Do they love them more? Um, So will you, I want everybody to go get it, but I also want you to do it. Like I have many books that sit on my shelf and I actually haven't studied it. And this was such a good place for me to actually sit down with my Bible and look through things in a doable pace. We've all done Bible studies where you're like, and I'm out by Tuesday because it's too much, but it's doable. But do you, will you encourage the people that are in that space where they've never heard from God or it's not very often and they just want to check out because they don't feel like they're spiritual enough to handle this material or they grew up in a place and time where they've seen super, which you say super weird or, you know what I mean? Super religious where they've seen it misused. They've seen it confusing. It feels like if I open this book, snakes are going to pop out. So Mm -hmm. again, a lot of questions, but speak to somebody that's feeling like, I don't know if I'm good enough or spiritual enough to take on this topic. Yeah. I think it's really, um, normal to, to kind of live under that assumption that, to be led by the spirit or to really know the spirit's presence is only for the super spiritual or the super strange. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's what the enemy has done. Um, he has made us believe that only those who have like a theology degree or have been walking with Jesus their whole lives or Bible teachers have access to the spirit of God, or it's just for the super strange. It's for the people who have, um, done things in the name of the Holy spirit that are not of the Holy Spirit. And so we're either afraid of him or we're intimidated by him and everybody else is missing out when the reality is, and this is so basic and yet so many of us don't know it because we're not talking about it. The reality is if you have put your trust in Jesus, the spirit of God lives inside of you at this very moment. Do you know that? But the moment you put your trust in Jesus, not only do you receive eternal life, but you also receive the spirit of God in you at that moment. It's not something you earn or deserve down the line. Once you've read some verses, memorized some passages and gone to X amount of church services, it is a gift freely given to you at the moment of salvation. And then at that point, do we engage in that relationship or do we let it lie dormant? And so he is fully available to every single person who has put their trust in Jesus, but available is not the same as active. And that's where the difference comes in. Right. All we have to do is lean in. He is, um, he is not for some other part of your walk with Christ. He is for now. And he wants to, He wants to lead you into deeper intimacy with God. He wants to guide you and comfort you and give you wisdom and speak to you. And oh my gosh, the the things that the Holy Spirit was given to you to do. And here's the beautiful thing. Just because you don't, maybe you 
this isn't a conversation that's familiar to you or or you don't know that much about the Holy Spirit. It doesn't mean he hasn't been working in your life all along. Mm. Oh, he has, right? Yep. So just because we haven't been paying attention to him doesn't mean he hasn't been paying attention to us. The wow. cool thing is that when you begin to understand the role of the Holy Spirit in your life, you begin to be able to go on a daily, sometimes hourly basis, oh, that was you, Holy Spirit. Oh, that was you. Because really, it's just like saying that was you, God. The Holy Spirit is God. It is the Spirit of God. So let's take the weird out of it. But God puts His Spirit in you, and you begin to be able to identify God's activity, God's voice, uh, the sense of God's presence in a in a profound and new way because now you know, oh, that's you, God. Mm-hmm. And so if you're willing to learn about the distinct role that the Holy Spirit plays in your life you begin to develop more of that intimacy. You begin, like you said, Courtney, to hear his voice and not a big audible voice, but the voice in you that's not from you, right? You know, that's Mm. him Um, or that conviction or that nudge, you know, that's him. Um, Even Courtney, you were telling me a story not long ago about just kind of something you were sensing from the Lord, right? And then out of the blue, you get an email from somebody you haven't heard from in ages with Mm -hmm. a word of encouragement for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's, it's exciting. And when I think sometimes we're like, was that indigestion? Was that (laughs) a squirrel that just ran by? But I have found in my life, he repeats the things that he really wants you to know. And Mm -hmm. you cannot make it up. The timing, the way it comes in. And I know you received an email like that yesterday when you wanted to light your laptop on fire and was like, I'm done writing. This is ridiculous. And then God just used something like that to really encourage you, which is so cool. Um, I was thinking as I'm looking at you, we make such a good team. We spoke together one time and um, you can tell she's a preacher's kid. I'm like, yes, Jeannie, you bring the word of God and you preach and I'll bring the jokes. Okay. So yeah, you bring the practical, which I love Yeah, because I love to just talk about scripture and unpack scripture and theology. And then you're like, okay, we got to break this down. We got to make this practical. Like, what does this mean for me on a Monday morning when my toddler is losing his mind That's and right. my teenager has, you know, forgotten his, you know, schoolwork again. Right. Yeah. Make it practical. Well, that's, it's funny you say that's exactly where I want to go. So <laughs> I'll give you a minute to think as I'm talking, but can you give them an example of a time that practically it did enter into your parenting and you're so thankful that he interrupted and got involved in that situation? And it could be a very like simple thing. I think you have a watermelon story or it could be something so profound as letting go and letting him choose a school. So give us a couple practical ways that a mom today could say, okay, I agree with what you're saying, but I don't know what that looks like in my life with my kids right now in my home. The watermelon story. Oh my gosh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it goes back to kind of that conviction, that nudge, that sense, right? So um, the the thing that Courtney's referring to is um, there was some tension between my son and I and walking through a hard season with him. And um, in the middle of the day, I just was like, watermelon. And I was like, what? Watermelon? watermelon. And I just kind of, Lord, is that you? Like what? And I was like, oh, my son loves watermelon. And I sat there and I was like, I'm supposed to go get watermelon and put Mm. watermelon out for him. So when he comes home, there will be watermelon and that will be a sign of love despite the tension and conflict that we experienced this morning. Um, That's how the Lord works. And sure enough, my son walked in and he was like, what was that mom? And I was Mm. like, I know how much you love watermelon and I wanted you to have that after school 
And it was really powerful. And that was just God encouraging me in a way to connect with my son that was very outside of what I typically would have done. Right. Um, and right. that that's such a simple way to model God's unconditional love for our kids. I think back to what you were talking about earlier, Courtney. And again, it's not, grace isn't just like do whatever you want, go wherever you want. It's, it's how do I bring the unconditional love of God into any of these circumstances with my kids, right? Mm -hmm. So there were still consequences for my son when he came home. That hadn't changed, but there was a watermelon to go with it. And that, yeah. that was different, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, well, back to what I confessed earlier that sometimes I get wrapped up in what people think and that they think I'm a good parent. And so often I feel like the spirit will enter into a situation and have me handle something differently than the general public would think is, you know what I mean? It's just, it's so personal. It's so personal for us as moms. It's so personal for our, each of our kids and how we wired them. And so I have learned that the more I listen to him versus do what I think is the popular or quote unquote right thing to do, it typically turns out so much better. So I am getting better at it, but I do feel like it is a game changer in parenting. I'm so proud of you for writing about it. And I'm so proud of you for writing about it in a stage of life where it's not all neat and tidy. It's, it's quite not. messy. I mean, you think about the title of your podcast, Pardon the Mess. I mean, y'all, I want to be real clear. It is messy up here in the Cunyon household. Like it is, I love my boys. They love me. I've told you stories of how they tenderly hug me from behind at a breakfast, a senior breakfast, but y'all, we have hard, messy days. Mm -hmm. I, I wake up with swollen eyes from crying myself to sleep over things I have had to walk alongside my kids with. Like yeah. it is not pretty and it is not perfect. It is hard. We can follow Jesus and we can pray our faces off. And that is our superpower, moms. It is our superpower prayer. I have seen God do more and move more mountains through my prayers than anything I've learned on a podcast, any sentence I've underlined in a book. Just get on your knees and pray your face off. It is your superpower. Um, but it is messy. We have a mess over here. But I believe that God is glorified in our mess. I believe that. So don't be afraid or ashamed of your mess because that's fear of man. Courtney, what you're talking about, like we can either fear God or fear man. And when I say fear God, I don't mean like, oh, he's so scary and big and bad. Fear is like a holy reverence, a holy mm. awe. And so God, I, I, I will parent in awe and fear of you. And I will not care about what other moms or other dads think because I don't answer to them. I answer to you. I answer to you and how I chose to raise my kids. And so I will raise them in the knowledge and the fear and the glory of you. And that's going to be messy and that's going to be complicated and it's going to be hard. But y'all, he will show up. He will not fail you as a mom with everything from a first grader to a senior. We have just come out of another pretty hard season. And I was in tears today driving home from dropping off my sophomore at school, which I don't get to usually do because he usually drives with his brother who's a senior. He got out of the car and before he closed the door, he said, mom, I love conversations in the car with you. Oh gosh, Jeannie. And this is a son who has, he is magical um, and he's going to change the world for Jesus, but he can also, and he would be okay with me saying this, he can also be the one I battle the most because we're wired so similar. But oh my gosh, 
he is incredible. And I have seen God do so much amazing stuff in his life through our prayers. And just because he's an incredible human being with perseverance and determination, but y'all, it's messy and it's hard, but God can be glorified through our mess. And I think that's the best thing we can do is to allow our kids to know that following Jesus isn't pretty and tied up with a perfect bow. It's it's being willing to say, I'm really sorry I got that wrong. Will you forgive me? Um, you know, I would say that along with prayer, your other superpower is the willingness to say, I'm sorry, to seek forgiveness, because then it gives your kids permission to do that too. Your kids no longer feel like they have to tiptoe around the house and be perfect and not mess up because they have a parent who's willing to say, I need Jesus too. I mess up too. I raise my voice. I didn't rely on the Holy Spirit. Will you forgive me? Will you give me grace? So prayer and the willingness to say, I'm sorry, are going to be two of your superpowers throughout your whole parenting journey. I love it. Jeannie, I want you to pray for these mamas. All right, Father God, we love you. We thank you for loving us first. We pray that your love would be what compels us as we parent our kids. Uh, Jesus, what an honor, what a gift to parent the kids you have entrusted to us. It is holy work. It is humbling work. It is hard work. Um, And yet, Jesus, we know that you designed parenting to deepen our dependence on you. So we won't be ashamed of that. We won't fight that. We will lean into that. Lord, would you even today, for the mamas that are listening, just uh, help them to lean into you, to deepen their dependence on you through the challenges and through the wins that they experience in their home. And would we all remember and rely on the truth that you are faithful, that you cannot fail us. It is not in your character. And so we just entrust our children to you at whatever age, whatever season, Lord, we say that you are good, you are faithful, and you will not fail us. And we will put our whole trust in that. And Jesus, we love you. We thank you for what you did for us on the cross. We thank you for sending your spirit to empower us to walk in your ways and to love your truth. And uh, Jesus, we just give you thanks. Um, And we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, friend, for being here. Love you, friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Pardon the Mess. As always, we've got more encouragement and resources over at christianparenting.org. And you can also stay connected with us on social media over at Pardon the Mess or ChristianParenting underscore org. Remember, you're never alone in this beautiful mess of parenting.